Hey everyone, what's going on? It's Evan Transu, aka Mr. Health Coach Ev here with EvanTransu.com, coming back to you with another episode. Something I wanted to talk about tonight was phobias and natural healing of mental health issues. This is an interesting topic for me because when I set off on the journey of resolving certain mental health issues naturally, my phobic type fears, and I technically know that we do not use the word phobia anymore. It is, I believe, falling under just general anxiety disorders, but we don't necessarily label things as specific phobias now. However, I think those are still valid terms when used loosely like this. I never expected that doing what I did naturally would be something that could resolve phobic level fears. That was never the intention going into this whatsoever. So what did I have phobic level fears around? Well, Flying was the main one, and all the way back in the first episode of this podcast, almost a year and a half ago now, it's unbelievable, I talked about my fear of flying and how two of my friends helped me to get on a plane for the first time in over a decade, and we flew from Boston from Philadelphia, or to Boston from Philadelphia, and that's about a 45-minute flight total, so it's pretty simple, pretty easy. We flew right back the next morning. We were visiting a friend up there. So less than 24 hours, we had flown to Boston and flown back. I used medication that time to kind of really get myself on and be good to go because I was very, 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 very nervous about it. But what I experienced, because I got on a plane again only several weeks after that, and I've flown 13 times now. I think it's 13. Who's counting, right? But <laughs> I definitely am because I'm happy that I'm being able to do that. And the reason it's 13 is because I was helping my buddy move out somewhere last year and I flew back one way after we drove out. So that's how I got that odd number there. What I noticed after flying that second and third time, or excuse me, third and fourth time, is I was surprised by how calm I was. Now, I am not saying flying is my favorite thing in the world. It certainly is not. But it's nowhere near the level of what I had experienced when I was younger. I have no idea, really, if resolving my mental health issues naturally did, quote unquote, cure, or I'll let's say greatly, greatly, greatly reduce to the point that it is not debilitating my phobia of flying. When I was younger, this was, again, one of those things, it was so terrifying that I wasn't you know, going to get on a plane and my family had just accepted that. So it's not that I didn't fly for over a decade because nothing was coming up. I mean, certainly there are people out there where, yes, either you do not have access to do that or you simply have no reason to fly for over a decade. I had plenty of reason. My family wanted to go on vacations in Florida. I would drive or when I was still young, I'd actually convince my family to drive and they would do this uh, partly because they're nice people, but <laughs> in part because also in part, I should say, because they saw how distressed it made me to think about flying. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then what happened yesterday was something really interesting, and I'm glad it came up before recording today. I got on a helicopter for the first time in my life, and it was a very, very, very spontaneous kind of thing. We're leaving um, Tennessee. We're coming from the Great Smoky Mountains. And we're driving home, and we knew that we were supposed to be doing some fun stuff on the way. It was kind of like implied that, hey, we should be doing random fun things. But I didn't have that in mind. I definitely had no intention of getting on a helicopter. I didn't really have any intention on getting on a helicopter really ever. 
Because it was one thing, the fact, all right, I'm on the plane. That's great. I need a plane to get certain places, certain times. When the heck do I ever need to get on a helicopter, right? No one, from my understanding, I don't think there's ever really a case where you would need to do that other than I know I have a goal to hit the highest point in every state. I do believe you need to helicopter into base camp for Mount Denali. But that is a completely separate topic, right? <laughs> my point being is I was surprised how calm I was on that. And this is what's really interesting about the type of phobic level fears is the anticipation of doing these activities is almost always worse than the actual doing of the activities themselves. Now, this is true with an exception of flying. I would say maybe right now when I get on a plane, the anticipatory anxiety is around a one to two, depending on the length of the flight and what it's going to entail. And then when I'm actually on the plane, it can get as bad as a four still. But it's, it's very controlled. It never goes into full-out panic. And again, this is all done, thankfully, without the use of medication, although that's a great thing to use, especially with these types of fears, if need be. And it should also be mentioned that every single one of the flights I have ever taken outside of that first and second Boston flight, and of course, any preceding flights earlier in my life, those were all solo. I was not with anyone else. I wasn't with coworkers. I wasn't with friends. A lot of them were for business or sometimes for pleasure. It didn't matter, but they were all solo flights up to this point. So I think that actually is pretty fair and a pretty good progression, all things considered. I mean, I'm sure if I had a friend on with me at this point, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine the anxiety getting up past a two, maybe even less. So with the helicopter, going back to that, there was such an anticipation of what the heck am I doing? I was so almost just in my head, it wouldn't even really make sense. I didn't actually have the physical sensations of anxiety. It's not like my heart rate was super high. I wasn't sweating. I didn't actually feel like I was going to throw up or something along those lines. It was all in my head that this is how I should feel. And there's, again, that anticipatory aspect of thinking that this was going to happen, and it never did. So we get in the helicopter, and this was a very fast process, I should mention. Within, I would say... Actually, no, I know within a 60 minute period, not only did we spot the scenic helicopter tours from the road, we actually spotted it, went inside, got paid, got set up and got on the helicopter and came back all within 60 minutes. It was an unbelievable process and how fast they're able to do something like that. So that's a pretty cool business model. But <laughs> outside of that, it happened so fast that I didn't really have time to think about it. And once I was on the actual helicopter, we're taking off. I just, I'm waiting for that to come on. I'm like, oh, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. And even with those types of thoughts, which really can be anxiety provoking in and of themselves, I mean, you could literally make that a self-fulfilling prophecy. I still didn't get it. I just didn't feel totally freaked out. And quite frankly, once we were up more than a couple hundred feet, I was totally calm and totally fine. One of the things that I noticed as well was just I was able to be more present. And I think that's a huge thing, right? I wasn't thinking about the helicopter crashing. I wasn't thinking about the pilot doing something silly. Those are the types of thoughts that I would normally have. But instead, I was present with it. And that was a really great thing. I'm really just making this episode more as a discussion and hopefully intending to get some feedback from it. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can go to at Evan Transu on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. I will get to you. Facebook, Evan Transu, you can message request there. EvanTransu.com, you can technically fill out a contact form, although I would prefer you not do that for something like this. And easy enough would be anchor, uh, go to the URL, anchor.fm slash OMHC. 
And you will see an option on there to send an audio recording. And I would love to hear an audio recording of maybe something that you've dealt with phobia wise and maybe how you got over that and what you did, because I'm still trying to figure out what exactly this was. I don't want to definitively come out and say that phobias that I had were resolved solely. And again, they're not even technically resolved, right? There is still anxiety around it, but it does not qualify as a phobia. So I guess you could argue that it is resolved. But I never expected that to happen naturally. And the only thing I can correlate it with is the fact that my other mental health issues were addressed naturally. And now I don't have that. So I would love to get some responses and see are other people out there, have you dealt with this? Have you gone through the journey of dealing with mental health issues naturally? And have you felt that help in those types of situations? And I really am looking for the people where, again, even if a doctor nowadays isn't going to diagnose you with a phobia, I would love to know about the fears that are so bad that they are debilitating. The people like myself where, for example, on a plane, and the phobia could be anything, but on a plane, I can't get on for 10 plus years. And truly and genuinely, there was a time in my life where I believed, actually the majority of my life, that I believed I was never getting on a plane to the point that every single other person around me, whether friend or family, also believed that. That was just not a thing. I knew how to get to Europe via cruise and you could spend some time there. I knew the distances that you would need to drive to different places around the USA. I wanted to travel, don't get me wrong. That was still going to happen, but I truly never intended to get back on a plane. And I, whether or not I can contribute it solely to a lot of the stuff that I did naturally, I think it would be very accurate to say that that was a huge contributing factor, no doubt. So this is a shorter one tonight. And what I want to do is hopefully expand on this a little further if I can get some deeper information on it. But the first way I'd like to get more information on it is by asking you guys. So please, at Evan Transu on Instagram, Facebook Messenger me, at Evan Transu on Facebook, or you can go to anchor.fm slash OMHC. Look at the little box right there. It will say you can send an audio message and send me an audio message or something that you dealt with. I will keep it anonymous unless you otherwise state that you would like it to be public for whatever reason that may be. But I'd love to hear from you guys. 